are listening to Learn with Teens, where teens talk about topics they love and make learning a little more fun. This podcast has been created as part of a special internship program by teeninterns.com and Indie Podcaster. Now, let's get started with today's episode. Hey guys, welcome to Learn with Teens, where we make it relatable and knowledgeable. Have you ever wondered if it's actually veg biryani or pulao? And why teenagers end up having such strong opinions about food and life in general? Then no worries, you're at the right place. I'm your host, Advaka, and for all my fellow foodies and teens out there, Let's not delay and get right into it. What is the first word that comes to your mind when I say biryani? If it's comfort, then you're absolutely correct. It has brought comfort to millions of people around the world. If it's memories, then that's also true. We've made hundreds of them. But have you ever really sat down and wondered where the origin, the start of this beautiful dish is? Legends and theories suggest that it actually originated in Iran and slowly evolved its way into the Indian subcontinent during the Mughal rule. After all, hum kehte to hai, it is one of the Shahi Khanas of our country. Originally, it was made with cooking aromatic rice with whole spices in a dum layer by layer so that every bite had flavor and it could be savored. Of course, the meat in it gave the thrill to the non-vegetarians and for my fellow vegetarians out there, I know you've got your options too. Paneer, soya, mushroom, jackfruit, you name it. Now, food is something that evolves and adapts to its environment over time. So would it really be right to consider the entire concept of veg biryani as null and void? Let me give you a bit of a clarity. Culinary director Gagandeep Singh in Delhi suggested and made the statement that when we speak in technical terms, biryani is associated with the process of how it's made. Cooking it in the dum within the layers, adding flavors with aromatic spices is the secret behind the tasteful biryani. Of course, the meat in it can be replaced with dairy products. There has been counter statements, of course. Like executive chef Dheeraj Mother said that by definition and meaning itself, biryani was meant to have meat in it. So, that just says bye-bye to veg biryani and a hello to pala. There are other opinions also that, oh my god, there is no fun in eating biryani if there is no meat in it. There are so many strong opinions against veg biryani, especially by the non-veg eaters. Because come on, yaar, biryani is an emotion and it's not every day that you get to devour such a wonderful meal. And terming it vegetarian just seems like a big insult. Now, I'm going to try my best to not be biased being a vegetarian, but other than the fact that people consider it a legacy, an emotion, a dream come true for foodies. When you consider the food science behind the technique and the process of how biryani is made, my friends, veg biryani really does meet the terms. And that's why, no matter how much one's denying it, dramatic pause. Veg biryani does exist, guys. If we keep this debate aside, there is an actual population that considers that biryani isn't even that good. Now come on, guys. That's the real crime. Now, since we are talking about strong opinions, teenagers our age usually have very strong opinions about food and life. One could say that they're not mentally ready to accept and adapt, or how society simply terms it. 
were hormonal. Being a teenager myself, I understand having strong opinions becomes a part of our identity and changing that to someone else's perspective is not greatly achievable. So to know more on this topic, I'd like to invite my fellow teenager guest host, Vedansh. Hi Vedansh, it's really nice to have you on the episode. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Advika? Thanks for having me here. I am doing great. Thanks for asking. So right before you got here, we were just talking about why and how you know teenagers have such strong opinions about as something small as food, and it just ranges on. So I want to know your opinion on it, and let's try our best keeping it family friendly. So nowadays, a lot of teenagers, if uh, not a lot, then uh, almost every teenager. has like strong opinions regarding something or the other it can be food it can be cricket matches it can be football matches i myself have had a few strong opinions for like cricket matches and all so it is a pretty common thing nowadays so no doubt teenagers have had started having like strong opinions regarding stuff that's true that's true so uh, what do you think is it uh, like a good thing that teenagers have such strong opinions because it kind of becomes an identity or should they be more accepting and adapting to like so, change so everything has its own pros and cons like teenagers having strong opinions in certain things is a good thing while having uh, strong opinions in some other stuff is not strong opinions while something like politics or something regarding the country uh, that might be something where teenagers having a strong opinion might be helpful so like i said before everything has its own pros and cons here the con is that having uh, strong opinions in certain field of uh, stuff it might not be a great thing but having strong opinions in something like politics and all or even like colleges the education system that might be a good thing. right right i get your point and thanks for sharing that insight with us so let's move on to a little less controversial topic let's just say um how do you feel like in what kind of direction is this generation going with so i am like this i won't change this is a thing which we have heard a lot from this generation at least uh let it be uh like obesity let it be uh lgbtq let it be anything else teenagers have uh, have stopped accepting the fact that they need to change change is a good thing they do they have started considering change as a bad thing so i would say it's not a great thing to have like to be resistant to change because being resi- resistant to change uh might not be the best thing because uh, i thought bad times create good people and good people create good times it's like that so we saw bad time during like the 1940s the world war 2 basically after that we saw a whole era of good people uh, where people were coming up with good life changing innovations and other stuff but now uh, th- now as we have gone through the good times phase uh, we have started creating bad people like a current generation might be one of the first generations to be uh, classified as those bad people and if this keeps uh, if this continues then we might see bad times soon something similar to the 1940s wow i've never really tried looking at it that way and thanks it's a beautiful way to 
kind of put this to envision. So at the end, what we're trying to say is that having strong opinions about someone, something or a concept is good for like intellectual growth. But as long as you're not forcing it and you're accepting and adapting to change, right? So one thing I would like to say before uh, I conclude my part, Change is something which is very necessary. Uh, millions of years of evolution has uh, led to the creation of human beings. Uh, change uh, in the adaptability of certain conditions has led to uh, several great inventions like fire, wheel, wealth. That is true. That is absolutely true. I agree. So thank you so much for sharing these thoughts of yours with us. It was really great to have you on the episode. Just a last question. Are you a non-vegetarian by chance? Yeah, I am a non-vegetarian. Do you think veg biryani can be considered as biryani? To be very honest, if I say it from an emotional point of view, no, it cannot. But if I look it as like a whole le- another level, like if I take like the whole, all the theoretical thing, how it actually made, then veg biryani isn't pulao. But emotion-wise, I would say that veg biryani is pulao because there is no biryani on earth that can be veg. We need to have some kind of a meat in it to make it more flavorful. Okay, thank you. That was really nice to get your opinion on that too. So thanks everyone for listening to this podcast and thank you so much Vedansh for being on this episode. I really appreciate it. Thank you Advika for having me too and I had a great time answering those questions. I hope we do this again. So, that was it for today's episode, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I had a wonderful time having this conversation with you. And of course, our guest teen host, Vedansh. Stay tuned for more episodes on Learn With Teens. Also, just before we end this episode, let's end on a small question. If veg biryani is considered pulao, can chicken biryani be considered chicken pulao?